Hello, you're listening to the one and only Cat Monroe at Doll Hut Studios in wonderful West Anaheim, California, www.dollhutstudios.com. You can listen on SoundCloud. You can also listen at Xtream, X-S-T-R-E-A-M, radio.net. This is Look Who Cat Dragged In. Today I'm dragging in Sin Quirin of Ministry from Revolting Cox, as well as Three-Headed Snake, and enjoy this Revolting Cox Dykes.
Revolting Cox with Dykes on Look Who Cat Dragged In. And today I dragged in Sin Crane of Ministry. Yo. And I appreciate, appreciate, appreciate you coming in. Thank you. I know traffic was terrible. And you're coming ah. from ah, you're coming from Burbank. Yes, it was crazy. It took me about the two and a half hours to get here. Oh, good Lord. Well, I appreciate it. That makes me feel really special that you drove two and a half hours out to beautiful Anaheim. Uh, for Doll Hut Radio, look who cat dragged them. We're also going to be on ExtremeRadio.net. That's X-S-T-R-E-A-M, Radio.net. And you can pull us up on SoundCloud at any time after it's all, cool. all out. Yep. So, how are you today? I'm good. I'm uh, a little hot, but I'm feeling good now because there's tons of chocolate here. Thank you very much for uh, for having all this chocolate here uh, waiting for me. You're always what hot, though. You're always we, hot. Uh, we, um, we spoke. Like a year ago. Was that about a year ago? Right. Well, like that. nine months to a year ago, I think, over at the other station that yeah, I was, was at. I was, yeah. I was trying to remember that earlier, but 
Yeah, it's been a while. Um, but it was fun. And this is the same thing. We're just going to chit-chat and talk about stuff. So you were talking cool. about um, what uh, always interests... My interest pants being off? <laughs> no, that's later. <laughs> you were talking about um, all the, your travels. Yeah, we just, we've been home now for about a month. We, uh, <clears throat> we just did a, uh, a U.S. tour, a uh, U.S.-Canadian tour that... Uh, was very successful, and uh, since we last spoke, uh, you know, the new Ministry record came out in March, and um, and then we toured, and we're getting ready to go back out. Uh, July 11th is the first show of our European tour, and um, we'll be in Europe from July 11th till August 18th, if I'm not mistaken. Is it hot there this time of year? Is it going to be hot? Uh, yeah, it'll be warm. But you don't care because it's going to it's going to be good chocolate in Europe. There, there's always great and hot in chicks Europe. in Europe. That's all you need. Yes, and so exactly. it won't matter at all. No, nothing else will matter. Maybe no. we'll, how about I move this fan so you have a nice fan? Oh, awesome! How's that? Is that helpful? Oh yeah, look, bit? we get the white snake thing going on. <laughs> awesome. There, yeah, actually, it does kind of. Cool. Yeah, there you go. I might have to put so, that in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> does it make it wiggle? <laughs> it blows. You need really big fans to, to make this thing wiggle. <laughs> oh, good lord! The industrial airplane <laughs> one. Yes. <laughs> Well, you don't want to blow it off. We need a couple of, like, jet <laughs> engines. I need to stand in front of a couple of jet oh engines. Oh, my God, now I'm really hot. To just hot. get this thing Whew. to just go like this. Oh, now I need a fan on me. I, you know what? I'm going to turn on this other fan. And while I turn on this other fan, you DJ as well, right? I do, yeah. I just Actually, I just got back from uh, Dayton, Ohio last weekend. I had a, uh, a cool DJ gig out there at a uh, very cool club called Therapy Cafe in Dayton, Ohio. And uh, that was really cool. So, yeah, I do that as well. I'm actually going to be DJing a couple of uh, shows in, in Europe as well. Um, I was looking at uh, my itinerary, and I've got a DJ show on, after our London show. Is that like a side project that you do? Yeah. And you enjoy it? I do. What kind of music do you play? I usually get booked at, at like, industrial goth kind of places. So oh, we have a goth, we have usually... a goth night here. Do you really? Have First Wednesday night? of every month, DJ Grim Beats and Anathema. Really? Yep. And they come that. and they there was a there's a bands that play. They do they do it like old school style where at first you have the DJ going on yeah. for like the first three hours, then eleven thirty midnight, then the band goes on and blows everybody away. Cool. Yeah, wow. it's pretty wow. cool. Awesome. And he he transforms the whole thing. They call it Club RIP, Club huh. Rip. And he tramps for you. There's little bats hanging, and he brings in colored lights and skeletons, and Damn. he has a little I'll DJ have to check booth. It out. Yeah, it's, I'll, I'll show you I, pictures. It's I, awesome. I, I, I never even knew that uh, Doll Hut had like a, a goth industrial thing. Yeah, we have a goth night every first Wednesday. It's, it's a. We are in uh, Anaheim, yes. California, for those of you that uh, are watching. Right next to Disneyland. We can hear the fireworks at night. Yeah, later she's going to ride uh, the Matterhorn later. <laughs> See the about abdominal what is it abominable snowman? Yeah. <laughs> oh my she's god, gonna, you're making me blush. Face Mountain later. Oh. <laughs> when I was little, that ride used to scare me because it I could see. Anymore? No, but I, I could see the bars, we'll so see. I was always <laughs> I was always afraid that someone's head was gonna get chopped off. Oh right. Because yeah. I heard like stories and stuff, and it used to freak me out. I haven't been to Disneyland in a long time. I haven't either. It's too expensive. Yeah, I, the last time I, the last time I went, I think it was like about hundred bucks or something. I'd rather go to Vegas and spend money there than go to Disneyland. I'd rather just uh, sit, eat and chocolate, eat chocolate with my pants off. <laughs> I think you probably do a lot of things with your pants off. Preferably if other people had their pants off. Too. <laughs> so you're DJing. Right? How long have you been DJing? Uh, about two days. No. <laughs> I started DJing about uh, three, four years ago. Something and you, like that. you just liked it. 
Yeah, I mean, it, you know, I'd always gone to. Um, I used to go to Bar Sinister a lot mm-hmm. years ago, and and I, used to and, I mean, I used ago. to go to a lot of the clubs, you know, back when I was young in, here in Hollywood. Um, I'd go to like Helter Skelter and Perversion. I used to go to Helter Skelter. Did you ever go to Maryland's in Pasadena? Of course. Oh my God, yeah, I was yeah. there all the That's time. Cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I probably ran into you back then sometime. Probably. No, you you would have remembered. I'd been the guy walking around with his pants off. <laughs> but yeah, I would have remembered that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, so you know, I'd always been in in uh, that scene back in the day, so I was familiar with that type of music and uh, and it's stuff that I like. You know, that's um, actually some of the first places I heard a lot of uh, early ministry and stuff like that was you know when I was eighteen. 19 and I would go to clubs and I would hear that stuff so now it's just you know it's just an extension of what I and do, now you're so. in ministry yeah so how is yeah. that you so you were a fan before you were in it yes I was a, a big ministry fan and now I hate the band <laughs> <laughs> I used to be a fan now I joined the band now I hate them now you're like hmm I don't know about this <laughs> change your mind yeah. no it was you know I um always been a fan um it was right out of high school, the first time I heard ministry. So, you know, we're talking like 88, 89. And, um, and I was in bands in LA, you know, I was like in thrash bands and stuff like that, which I loved. But what, as soon as I heard ministry and, and like the revolting cocks and, and stuff like that, I, I wanted to incorporate that kind of stuff into my writing. And that's where, you know, that's the path that I had sort of uh, um, followed and, uh, and pursued was the more electronic metal kind of stuff so it's a kind of combination of the gothy that's 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 a good come i I like it it's a good combination so how long what year did you join ministry you said you you graduated about 89 you were a big fan back then yeah i I mean i you know man i was in the local la club scene for about 10 years um you know with no record deal or anything like that and then like that's fun though you know yeah the first band that um that i got a record deal with was society one and uh, we got signed like in early 2000s, something like that. And uh, I was with them for about six years. And that's the first band that, you know, I, I got to tour Europe and the States what, and got endorsements. Metal? And yeah, it was like, well, back then we were kind of industrial-ish. Um, oh, right on the cusp, right yeah. where it started to change. Yeah. Okay, that that was a good sound, though. It was. And, that was uh, a really good sound. Really cool band. And, and um, you know, that's the band that uh, um, got to do a lot of cool stuff. Um, you know, like uh, being in all the magazines back in the day and like all the metal hammers and rip and metal edge and all that stuff. And, and we used to be on Headbangers Ball on MTV. And, um, and so then from magazine. that band, I, I, I went into the Revolting Cocks in like late 2005. Oh, I forgot you were, we spoke about that last time. Yeah. I saw, I forgot that you were in the yeah. Revolting Cocks. And yeah. then um, 2006 is when I, uh, I toured with, uh, as a guitar player in the Revolting Cocks opening for ministry and then uh that same year is when i like joined ministry and i and i wrote uh i co-wrote um the last sucker so how, how did that happen how did it happen that you joined ministry um I'm it was a, a couple of people that that uh introduced me to al one was our one of our old booking agents and the other was paul raven uh the late great paul raven who um used to be in killing joke and Godflesh. I love Killing um, Joke, yeah. Yeah, and so he, both those guys kind of introduced me to Al. And, uh, you know, Al was, or these guys would be like, hey, man, you know, you should hire Sin and, and this and that. And that's how I, that happened. And then I, you know, 
I was introduced to him like in 2003 or something like that. But it took like two or three years. It took like a couple of years before he actually called me. And, um, and was I it got surreal? That. Yeah. Um, you know, he uh, he called me and, you know, it was just kind of out of the blue and was like, hey, I'm, I'm putting the Revolting Cocks back together and I want you to play guitar. And that was it. That was like in 2005. So uh, I was touring with Society One at the time. We were in Europe. And once we got back, they flew me to Texas to rehearse. And um, oh, that's when you know it's serious. When they pay for you to fly yeah. someplace, then yeah, yeah. That's... And uh, and that was it. I mean, that was you know twelve years ago now. Wow. See, that's I, I love hearing those stories because you literally worked yourself from the ground up. I did. You were in a little band, and you made it all the way to the I top. I was in a lot of little bands. Oh, really? How many? Yeah. I mean, you know, the first time. Yeah, the first time I started playing you know, clubs. Well, first, it start, for me, it started at backyard parties. Those and, are the best. You know, yeah. backyard parties like, now are still awesome. I, I don't know if they still Oh, happen. we got to go. Yes. I didn't know. Yeah, we'll go. And, you go um, incognito, we'll go. Awesome. And uh, I was 18 when I first started doing backyard parties. And then at 19 is the first time I played, like, the whiskey in, in Hollywood. And uh, so I was in a band called Rampage. That was my first real band. I think I've heard of like around the 90s? No, this is like 89. About 89, 90, I used to walk Sunset with my friends and all the guys yeah. would come oh, out yeah, and they'd yeah, say, the here's your tickets. Yeah, and yeah. Here, probably us. If, if you were hot, then they'd give you tickets. I'm not saying I was hot yeah. back then, but you know, if you were, you, yeah, that's yeah. how it was, right? You go with all the hot chicks, yeah. so they give you, come see my band. Again, and you would have remembered, like you would have seen <laughs> You had no pants. No pants. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and eating chocolate. That's true, um, all of your face. Yeah. 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 These cookies are really good, by the way. Where'd you, where are these from? God damn! I I need, hey, if anybody works for Costco out there, um, I need just, to get some kind of like Costco endorsement or something. Yeah. These are really good cookies. Cookie sponsorship. So, but anyway, so so I was in a band called Rampage. That was my first kind of real band, you know, that got to play out in Hollywood and stuff. And then from Rampage, I joined a band called Tactics. And then from Tactics, uh, that band turned into Electric Head. And then from Electric Head, I joined Society One. That is a and lot then, of bands. And then from Society One, I went into a ministry camp. So you're a lifelong musician. Yeah. How, how old were you when you first picked up any musical Girls? instrument? Uh, <laughs> well, that's... 38. <laughs> first time I picked up a chick, I was 38. <laughs> I doubt that you're probably two. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. No, I was a, a, a very late bloomer. Um, I'm actually still blooming. Oh, so you're making up for it now. That's I'm, what it is. I'm... I, I, I surpassed making up. Uh, I need to stop. Um, I have stopped. Um, so your instrument was the first time. Not that instrument. The other in Oh, God. Again, I needed help picking it up. Like, others had to help me pick my, my, up my instrument. Oh, this so is terrible. I was, uh, I was 10 the first time I started playing the guitar. Um, but I wanted, to, uh, I wanted to start when I was six. And it took, like, three years first actually you know buy a guitar get a guitar and um so yeah i was about uh nine ten years old when i first started playing and um so that was uh let's see seven years ago did you buy it away <laughs> did you buy it or was it a gift oh it was a gift i mean i was i was nine ten years old my parents like got when once you know they saw that i did want to learn how to play the guitar um they bought me like uh, actually it was out not too far from here at the uh, the La Mirada the swap, swap meet. meet. 
Oh my God, my grandpa yeah. used to work there when I was little, and I would sit back there and wander the swamp meet. That yeah. swamp meet was killer. I haven't been there. Did you ever go to the freak shows? I know. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Oh my God, I wasn't I, I mean, allowed. I haven't been to that swap meet in a long time, but no. we used to go all the time. So when I was like nine, ten years old, we were at that swap meet, and um, some guy was walking around with this electric guitar and a little practice amp, and um, I pointed it out, you know, to my parents. And so my dad went up to him, and he said, "Hey, you know, did you buy that here?" And the guy stops and he's like, "I'll sell it to you if you want it." And so he's like, "How much do you want?" And he's like, "Give me twenty-five bucks." So for twenty-five bucks, I got this electric guitar and this little amp. Is it like the one, like the guy and in Venice? What's his name that does that? He has his guitar and his amp. On the skates. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And um, I still have that guitar. It's a Del Rey. Wow, it's, yeah, that's I cool. Still have it. Do you play it? No, it's like I, I'm gonna actually have it framed. You um, totally should. Yeah. The the action is like fucking five six inches off the neck the strings are oh, like yeah. it was horrible <laughs> but i mean but i love it because it was my first guitar so so that was the first guitar at 10 and then um i started to take basic guitar lessons and uh i took basic i like i learned how to read you know and all that shit and then i took those for about eight eight to ten months and by the end of that like i was i was playing like hendrix songs and so my teacher was like yeah he needs to like I'm done with him. Like, he needs to go somewhere else. Why? He can teach you. <laughs> and he, he, was, yeah, he, was, yeah. he was a very basic, like, guitar teacher, you know? Is that all and, you uh, needed was the basics and then you were gone? Well, you were I wanted to learn. I didn't know I didn't know the first thing about guitar, so I wanted to, I just wanted to learn. And so I learned how to read. I learned all, all the basic stuff, and then I just took it from there. And um, and that was it. And then I got, you know, uh, shit, I have, fuck, I have close to, like, I have 30-some-odd guitars now. Oh, you have a whole collection. Yeah. What's your favorite? Uh, my all-time favorite is my Gibson Les Paul Custom Silverburst. Does she have a name? No. <laughs> she is Because Curious. she is... Uh, you know, it's funny that you asked that because um, I know everybody names their... I've never done that. Really? I feel, yeah, I feel like I'm not part of that cool club that like... It's not a cool club. It's just something that people do. That names their guitar. It, no, but, it, names but, it's, it? but, it, I mean, but it's not... It's not do you um, name other things? No. <laughs> no. I've never named anything like you know. I've besides a pet. It, besides a pet, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've never. It's a good question because I've been asked that before, and I've never named a guitar. I was just reason. curious because musicians yeah. always talk about their names of their guitar and cars and things like that. Yeah, How about your no car name? Nothing. No, never named a car or anything like that. That's good. Though. That seems weird to me. No, for it's some not reason. really weird. I don't know. I don't know why, uh -uh. but. But um, yeah, I've never so named I, any. My car never. My car's never had a name. My animals have names. That's what my kids. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's about it. Well, you sent me some music. Maybe we should play some music before we. Because sure. otherwise, I'm gonna keep talking and we're not gonna oh, get yeah, music. I don't care. Uh, so let's see. Who I have. Who cares about music? <laughs> <laughs> so what? What do you? What do you want me to play? Uh, I don't know. Oh, you anything know what? Off, it's gonna take me a second. Kiss alive. It's gonna take me a second because I didn't have. We can keep talking. I didn't have my music ready. I was. It's I fine. was. I was distracted. Yeah, me too. And that's Becky, by the way. Becky's uh, with OC Photography, hey, OC Becky, Photo. By the way. Becky oh, was, Becky, it turns out, here, get in the frame. Come back get here, Becky, so you got to get in the video. So people can know what I'm talking about. So, you guys talk amongst yourself. While I just hear so when I got here, um, what did you say to me? You said, you don't remember me or something. Like, what did you say? Yeah, I said, well, I don't want to. Down there. I Go said, ahead, you don't there. remember me, Get but... your face right in there. Get my face. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> Is it? Um, no, I said, you don't remember me, 
but I was with Juan when you got the cookie at the House of Blues. Turns out she was at uh, our first uh, show of the last tour that we did. Yes. Um, it was at the House of Blues in Anaheim. Yes. Correct? And uh, a mutual friend of ours brought me uh, this huge chocolate chip cookie. That said Juan. ministry on it. Yeah, my good friend uh, Juan. Um, Leon. Juan Leon. So, my good friend too. Yeah. So we want their together. I, I, cool I, I saw these guys for the first time and it was freaking amazing. Yeah, she burned every ministry record after that. <laughs> and she's no longer friends with Juan after that evening. Oh, no, I love Juan. No, Juan's so. cool. Juan's yeah. that, whole, that whole crew is cool. But look at what she brought me. And I brought cho more chocolate chip cookies. These, they're like really them. good too. They're like they're just how I like them. They're like soft and gooey. That's because it's been so hot outside. They probably got gooey in the car. That's huh? right. Well, they were sitting in the trunk for a couple hours. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that cooked them. So it warmed them up, right? Okay. Well, how about victims of a clown? You sent me that one. It sure. Is. So thank you very that. much, Becky. Becky. That was Becky, by the way. Becky, by the way. Yep. <laughs> Becky, You're listening to Doll Hut Radio at beautiful Doll Hut <laughs> Studios in West Anaheim, and I have Sinclair in studio with me. Look who Cat dragged in, and I am Cat Monroe. And uh, this is Victims of a Clown. What album is this off of? Uh, this is off our last record, American. Doll Hut Radio. Meow.
Wow, powerful song there, Ministry with Victims of a Clown. You're listening to Doll Hut Radio at Doll Hut Studios, and I am Cat Monroe, and we have Sinclair in studio from Ministry and many, 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 many other bands. Yes, way too many to mention. So this new album that came out. Yes, last record came out, Americant came out March 19th, I think. And people can buy it just anywhere. Yeah, it's available everywhere. Um, it's been doing well. It's uh, we're very proud of the record, and uh, we're going to continue to tour on it. Um, you know, we've got Europe coming up, July, August, and then we've got another uh, U.S. tour, November and December. Awesome! And so, how how many albums is that for Ministry? I don't even know. Uh, how many? How many have you recorded question. with them? I don't even know. You don't that know? Either. You just <laughs> do see. it. Uh, let's count. Uh, Last Sucker, Relapse. Uh, are we counting just Ministry or Ministry Revolting Cox? Oh, so let's do Ministry Revolting Cox. Okay, so then it's Last Sucker, Cover Up, uh, Sexo Olympico, Got Cock, uh, Relapse, Beer to Eternity. Uh, Beer to Eternity? Uh-huh. Adios Puta Madres. Um, who's after that one? Seven. This one. Uh, American eight. Eight. Yeah. Eight albums. In how many years? Uh, in six months. <laughs> <laughs> these days, though, some of these bands, I'm like, whoa. No, fuck that. No, uh, <laughs> since uh, in 12 years. That's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. That's, that's like, a lot that, of records. That's a lot for 12 years. That's more than Especially one year. Especially for old dudes like us. You guys aren't old. Yeah, Probably we're... all about the same age. No, well, no. I'm 49. I'm 45. Out. Please, you're just a kid. Uh, <laughs> Al is going to be 59. Okay, he's old. Um, and then uh, the other guys are like in their 40s and late 30s. I yes, think. that's not old. Nah, 40s is the new 20. I, that's what I keep telling myself. Yep. But yep, sometimes it. my lower back doesn't agree with that. That's because you rock out all the time. It's a hard job it's being a rock star. Lot, it's because uh, it's be, <laughs> I'm not going to Because you don't it. wear pants. No. Oh, because you do too many other activities. <laughs> There's a lot of weight in the lower front. Oh my God! Do you need like a Do you need like a little a little wheelbarrow? I need a big wheelbarrow, <laughs> like a little one. He's strapped. No, yeah, exactly. No, it's, suspenders. It's just, I'm wearing suspenders right now. Oh, good lord! I have a uh, jock strap suspenders right now. <laughs> That's not a bad marketing thing. No, you know I what? I have to come out with the uh, um, jockstrap suspenders is what I'm wearing right now. I don't wear underwear. I don't wear, <laughs> wants, I don't wear Becky underwear. Becky wants to see. I don't wear underwear. I just wear jockstrap suspenders. It's true. <laughs> You'll see. So, okay, I'm trying to be I, somewhat I will, but, like, I'll knock all this shit off. <laughs> <laughs> like, it'll be like, it'll be like we went. Oh, my God. Like, like a magician? You yes, clear the table? Exactly. <laughs> Everything will disappear. <laughs> That's all you see on the camera. <laughs> the phone will go flying. This whole fucking, oh, good Lord. So yeah. we're, you grew up in, in Southern California. Yeah, born in East L.A. In, uh, at Boyle Heights. That's where my dad was born. Really? From, yeah. yeah. Oh, my dad's born in Arizona, but he's from Boyle Heights. Yeah. yeah. And uh, grew up, yeah, in Southern California. Grew up in uh, East L.A., then downtown L.A., then Atwater, and then Burbank. Ah, uh, that's your home. Yeah. Yeah. That's your home. Yeah, I'm from Southern California, but from this part, this area, like... Like Orange County? Well, I was on the border of Orange County, L.A., kind of that weird breed that's right there. That's yeah. me, yeah. 
Cool. Yep. This, this is where you were born? So you were born in California? Yep. Montebello. Oh. Shit. <laughs> we used to do backyard parties in Montebello. My cousin used, used to, to throw a... backyard parties. My cousin Danny used to throw backyard well, parties in Montebello. I don't think this off was, a We used to play. <laughs> there, was a, there was a house <laughs> called the Clit House that we used to play uh, backyard parties at. I wonder if that was my cousin's house. <laughs> no, because it, this house. We're going deep here, people. Um, I want to hear this, it. This house was owned by three chicks. Oh, no. And, um, and every weekend. That's why it was called the Clit House. Every weekend, ah. they would have backyard parties to pay the rent. Like, it was a business. Like, these chicks literally. Like, and they could totally business. do it that oh, way absolutely. back then, too. Totally and make money like on back that. Back then, I mean, we're talking like 87, 88. Mm-hmm. Every weekend they had a party at their at their at their house in the backyard, and they would charge like a couple of bucks. Yeah. And there would be like a hundred people. And it was like BYOB. Yeah. And every, yeah. Yeah. So that's how they paid their rent, and um, yeah, it was called the Clit House. Yeah, I have a cousin. He he now works for Sony, but he used to do that. He used to have backyard parties at, at his the house. Clit House. No, it was at Montebello at oh. my aunt's house. Oh. <laughs> and it was, but there it was wasn't not the Clit. No, house. it was not. But he used. To, I remember I would look out the. I was probably like maybe. 15, 16, so I didn't really go back there, but I would look out the window and yeah. it'd be packed full of people yeah, yeah. and vans and they would like, charge like four scene. or five bucks that and that's was it. Yeah. Scene back then. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it's it's funny because it was an actual circuit. Yeah. Like it was Montebello, West Covina, Covina, Hacienda Heights, all that stuff. I'm like, sure his house was, was probably in that in that yeah. circuit. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. See, huh. now nowadays there's backyard parties and I've gone to a few backyard parties. Um, and it's it's similar, but it's not it's not the same like them. But it's but they they're trying to keep it going. There's no there's no modern clit house anywhere. Not there might be, I don't know. I don't what go to. A, what about a beaver house? <laughs> beaver, <laughs> like a dam. <laughs> no, I I don't know. No. Possibly. <laughs> You're mine. There's, there's a there's a whole backyard party scene happening now. Uh, it starts at the beaver house. And it goes to the clit house. Uh, it goes to the hood house. <laughs> Oh my God! Then it goes to the clit house. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, Becky, get a little warm. Right? Get a little yeah. warm in here. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> Becky's gonna take her shirt off. So. By the end of this thing, everyone's gonna be naked. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot enough, though. I always, yeah, I always threaten it. Yeah. That's cool, though. So you see, you have literally seen the music scene, full spectrum. Go to shit. Yeah. From from the back <laughs> from the backyard parties to the exclusive VIP. Yeah. You it know, literally, special. you know, it, it, it literally, for me, I started, you know, backyard parties to, for me, in L.A., the Hollywood Bowl. Like, I, I, I played everything in between that. So That's so awesome. I started at the backyard parties and then went on to clubs. And then from the clubs, you know, did all the circuit. And then my biggest hometown show has been the Hollywood Bowl. I don't like, doubt that one bit, yeah. Yeah, we did... Uh, that was 2007. We did two nights with Cheap Trick there, and it was like 18,000 people each night. That's my biggest hometown, hometown show. Uh, not the biggest crowd I've played in front of, but the biggest one in L.A. What's the biggest crowd you played in front of? Uh, it was 2012 in Poland. It was just shy of, uh, of half a million people. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And the, the smallest the lines, you played in front of is like two, right? The lines for the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> the bartender and the waitress. You played yeah, that exactly. too, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, you know, I used to play clubs and shit. There'd be nobody there. Fucking yep. nobody, you know. Um, we're lucky. I mean, sometimes there literally was nobody except for the staff. And were you okay just to play, just to play? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, back then, that's what you did. You know, and you played Mondays, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Every fucking <laughs> night, yeah. We played every fucking night. That's, that's how it is. Yeah. You if know? you love music, you love music. Yeah. 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 And uh, you're DJing. That's what, that must be awesome. It is a lot of fun. I mean, I have a blast doing it. Uh, people seem to enjoy it. You know, I, I learn. Uh, every time I do it, you know, it's like I learn something. And um, hopefully I can continue to do it. And it's just something that, I mean, keeps me busy and... and you know, if I'm like I'm not fucking busy enough, um, but in between tours or studio stuff, you know, I get to do that and shit. You know, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. That is, um, what do you do? Anything else? Any other hobbies besides the besides? You know, I, that uh, I, I do nude sculpting. <laughs> I would like to see that. But I do it blindfolded, so I have to like have to like braille. Yeah. <laughs> I do. You have to I feel do for braille. Books. I do braille beaver sculpting. Um, so I have to use my, my hands and, and mouth. Good Lord. <laughs> Aren't you glad you asked that question? <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Well, we're going to play some music. I'm going to be right back. You're listening to Doll Hut Radio at Doll Hut Studios and Xtreme, X-S-T-R-E-A-M, radio.net. And I have Stinkwaren in studio with me. And also Becky from OC Photo here taking some pictures and just having fun with us. So we'll be back in just a second. Missing by Ministry on Doll Hut Radio, extremeradio.net.
with the missing. And you're listening to Doll Hut Radio at Doll Hut Studios. Wow, that was awesome. Wasn't it? It was awesome. Your music is always awesome. And I have Sinkarin from Ministry in studio with us. Hey, I've got a new uh, side project. What's the that side? That's what I want to hear about. That I just, uh, I'm finishing up. It's called Three-Headed Snake. And it's, oh, you were uh, talking about that before. Yeah. yeah. And we, it's actually, like, finally, we're So tell me a little line. bit more about the Three-Headed Snake. Um, well, it's a, it's a project that I started a couple of years ago. And uh, long story short, uh, you know, uh, because of my schedule, it's tough to sometimes finish, you know, uh, side projects and stuff. But... Um, it's finally almost there. We're in at the final mixing stages, and then we're just gonna master. And um, and uh, it's it's a three-song EP that we've recorded, so that hopefully will be out in the next few months. Uh, we're gonna shoot a music video for it as well. And uh, the band is myself, this guy Johnny Ray, the uh, vocalist who's fucking amazing it's old school metal like it's oh that's it's cool. like like, like 80s like, metal yeah it's like i mean it's like judas priest maiden oh with a screamy voice kind of oh yeah. Yeah, yeah like this dude has a set of pipes was and, he in um, was he in any of the bands previously no he's from florida oh that's rad yeah. so you got a fresh one yeah yeah he's from florida he's amazing and uh but the band uh will consist of caesar soto the other guitar player in ministry uh-huh is doing it with me uh dv Karloff, the bass player in society one Oh, is in it awesome. with me. And Derek Abrams, the drummer in ministry, is also in it with That's me. That's so, cool. So that must be fun and exciting for you. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a blast to, to have these guys in the band, in the project, because they're all great guys. They're all amazing musicians. And it's and, like uh, family to you, because you work yeah, with them all the time, right? Yeah. Um, and it's guys that, you know, I was very careful in, in picking the guys that I wanted to be in this thing, you know, because a lot of it, for me, is, is just how you get along with, with other people. You know, like that's a big thing. You can always get, you know, guys that are great at their instrument, whatever. That's that's cool and all. But to me, it's like clearly you want to have somebody that that's you know good at, at what they do, but you want to be able to get along with them, and, and you want to, you want to have that that uh, no ego, no drama, you know stuff. That must be so difficult. It is difficult. Um, and, and you've been in so many bands, you've probably seen it in so many different ways oh, yeah. and angles and directions. Yeah, and... it's. I mean, it's it's fucked up some of the bullshit that, that is out there. But uh, but anyways, the uh, the EP should be done in the next few months, and uh, the music video uh, we shoot uh, hopefully in a couple weeks. Well, what we'll have to do is we'll have to get the three headed snake in here. It already is. <laughs> oh, good lord. No, but seriously, we'll have yeah, to get three headed snake we in will. here. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll get more fans because in a few months it'll be hotter. Yeah. Or we'll absolutely. just all come naked. Exactly. That, that'll work too. Yeah. yeah. That's the whole band's gonna always play naked. Maybe I'll have the bath. Oh, really? Yeah. Let's see how I stop mid sentence for that one. Hmm. Wait. What was that? <laughs> naked. Yeah. The whole band's playing naked. Actually, maybe just Caesar. You could probably sell out a house that one. Pantsless. <laughs> we're gonna play at the Clit House. <laughs> and then go to the Beaver House. And then we're gonna end up at the Beaver House. <laughs> Prove it. Did you hear that? <laughs> oh, I see her messing with her pants. I don't know what she's uh -oh. doing over there. Um, so that that new project. Do any of the band members have new have projects too, or is it just you working on um, one? Well, you have the the other two guys from the band in with you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, it's, I'm not sure. I, I don't know if the other guys have any other things. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, three of us at least for ministry are doing this project. So now that this is album, this last album is done. Are you going to start working immediately on another one? Or are you focusing no. on touring? Or? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna tour this record um, 
for the remainder of this year, you know, in Europe and then the States in November, December. And then I th we might tour for it a bit some more next year as well. So what we are going to start doing is working on a new Revolting Cox record. Oh, I can't wait for that. Yeah. That's so going to be awesome. Now, do you, do you tour with Revolting Cox too, or is it just... I did. I have, but, you know, the band not hasn't recently. done anything yeah, in many years. So I'm hoping that after this you know next revolting cox record i'm hoping that we can take it out on the road as well and that'll be the first one in how many years shit uh eight years that's a lot oh yeah, like that's last, gonna be the last revolting cox record was the got cock record which came out like in 2010 i think that's gonna be a yeah. really good uh, uh show that we're first one you do back be, we're hoping it's gonna be a really big cox <laughs> that's what she said really big cox record <laughs> really big cox record <laughs> So, so when when do you when do you when is this tour gonna start? J July eleventh in uh, Spain. Wait, no, the Revolting Cox. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, you don't. That's not. That's no, not. We still have to. You have to do the I mean, album first. Do the album. Yeah, that, I mean, I'm talking now like a couple years. Uh, a year, year and a half. Year and a half. Yeah. You know. Um, so by the, by 2020, there should be new Revolting Cox out there. Yes, I'm hoping. It's hard for me to say Cox right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Becky has her mouth full. Yeah, she does. Yep. She's eating chocolate. You're listening to Doll Hut Radio at Doll Hut Studios in wonderful Anaheim. And I'm Miss Cat Monroe. Meow. And this is Look Who Cat Dragged In and I Drug In. Sing Mr. Chocolate. Ministry. Mr. Chocolate. Yeah, Mr. Chocolate with Mr. Chocolate No Pants. Right. <laughs> That's the name I use when I'm staying at hotels. Uh, you check in as Mr. Chocolate No Pants. They're like, is that going to be by the hour? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're going to play some more music, and we'll be right back with Doll Hut Radio. Sing Quirin from Ministry with Let's Go on Doll Hut Radio and ExtremeRadio.net. Look who cat dragon.
That was Let's Go by Ministry, and we have Sin Quarant live in studio on Look Who Cat Dragged In. Hey, you, Barbara Scott. I'm reading his, uh, we're Facebook Live, so I'm reading his Facebook Live. As well, we're live at Doll Hut Studios. We hear music in the background because they record and they have bands and stuff here. And um, so you are going next to, you just said a minute ago where you're going next. Poland, Spain. 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 Oh, where we're going? Yeah. Yeah, the first show of the European tours in Spain. And after that? I have no idea. Really? You don't know? Are are you coming back to play California anytime? In November or December. So the whole musician thing? It's, 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 I have the dates, but they're on my phone. Well, see, I I work with a lot of musicians, and I'll ask them when's your next show, and they always say, I don't know. Yeah. And it can be tomorrow, it yeah. can be the next day. So that, well, that's a universal thing. If it's if it were tomorrow, I would know. But, but like, after tomorrow after tomorrow? Yeah, because the, the <laughs> you gotta remember the, the tour starts July eleventh mm-hmm. and we're we're in Europe for about five weeks. So I have no you lose like, track I, of time. I just I'd have to look and, and yeah. go down. I haven't memorized where we're gonna be. And then the next US tour is November into December and I have no idea. You have no idea where? No. I'm pretty sure there's an L.A. date, though. I thought I saw some. Maybe that was for something else that I saw an L.A. date for. I'm pretty sure we're doing, I think, two L.A. dates. Yeah, I think I saw something. That's why why I was asking. And when's your next DJ thing? Uh, I I want to go to one of those. I don't have anything booked because the the tour starts. Oh, so you have to take time off. We're leaving in like three weeks. And um, the the next DJ show that I know of is, is in London, is July 21st in London. So it's right after... Ministry plays London. Like I grab my DJ gear and I, they take me to this club. And, and are I, you so, like same day or same yeah. next? Really? Yeah, yeah, it's like right after we play. That's crazy. But doesn't yeah. that make your audience bigger? Because you'll have people. Won't people come from the show or no? Of course. That's rad. Yeah, that's what we did in the states as well. I did the same thing. And people did, probably uh, eat it up like crazy too. Yeah. Especially if you're pantsless. Exactly. <laughs> Definitely eat it up if you're pantsless. And are you on a stage so it kind of dangles? Uh, oh, it no, depends. it's behind the DJ booth. Yeah, huh? it depends how high the stage, the stage is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because I brought that on myself that yeah. time. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the next DJ gig that I know of is July 21st. That's month. crazy, though, that you go. So I know bands now that they'll do that. Well, they'll go from one show to another. Did you do that when you were in other, like, local bands? Did you play, like, multiple shows a night? No. When yeah. I was in local bands, no. You would just stay, party at one, go play yeah. and party at one place. Yeah. yeah, there's some bands here that they'll play like three or four times a night. I'm like, oh, are you really? serious? How do you do that? Yeah, that seems too stressful. Yeah, I never, I don't remember ever doing that when I was in local bands. It was different then, though. The scene was different then than it is now. I bet. Yeah. I think. I don't even, you know, honestly, I don't even know what the local scene is like, because I, I, I never go out. Like, I just, I'm usually busy. I'm usually well, because music is your life, and that's yeah, what like you I'm do. Yeah, like I'm usually, I'm usually working on music. And, um, you know, I went through my, my, my phase of going out fucking four or five nights a week and like, you know, it's exhausting. I used to do that, you know, 20 years ago. Um, yeah, we still do it. (laughs) I I, I wish I I was still able to, but I just, I have too much shit to do. And, and, um, well, it turns into work. I know for me it's work because I go out a lot, but it's always work. Yeah. But I I don't mind it. I like it. No, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I'm old now. <laughs> no, you're not that. I'm right behind you. You're not that old. I but I feel. I know. I feel it. There's some nights I'm like, I just can't do it. I just. Yeah. yeah. I mean, now, 
you but know, you have to it's your job I, well i mean when i'm when i'm on tour is different mm-hmm. you know like that's do you that's get like a, a momentum going about, yeah yeah on tour it's fine i'm 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 more referring to like when i'm home when i'm not on tour mm-hmm. you know um a lot of times people think that i'm just out you know in, in hollywood at clubs no that's work time, for you and like you don't that. party you don't party party either no, so that's uh-uh. yeah and so um yeah, I just, I'm, it just, it just doesn't really appeal to me like it used to. Nothing wrong with it. It's just, uh, you know, if I if I stay out late one night, I'm just fucking wrecked for yeah. like. Oh, I understand that for sure. The next few days and shit. Yep. So, yep, yeah. Yep, yep. That, that's that's what so happens when you get slow older. That down. Yeah. I attribute it to just being old now. Yeah, I'm, I'm so. the same way. So that's that's probably exact. But you still enjoy doing music, and that is awesome. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, you'll never give it up. No, uh, music. I mean. When you love music, uh, it's something that's in your blood and it's inside you that even if you're not necessarily on the road touring or or doing stuff like that, um, you're always going to be creating. If you're a writer, you're always going to be writing it. You're always going to be, you know. It doesn't um, go away. even Even if I stopped touring or I stopped being in these bands, I would still do music like for myself. Something with it. Yeah. And and you you spoke of writing. So you you also do write music. Yeah, I write uh, a lot of the music for Ministry. Um, every band I've been in, I've always been. And Revolting uh, Cox big, as well. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. you're doing all the three-headed snake music, right? Yeah. I remember because I watch you on on Facebook and I follow yeah. some. That I don't always necessarily. Yeah. Show, yeah. I, I'm the quiet stalker. <laughs> no, and it interests me. Richard Ramirez said. <laughs> oh <No>, God. <laughs> Hey, that's kind of by the area where you where you grew up. <laughs> sort of, yeah. I know because my grandma's house is right there by the really? area. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. yeah. But yeah, yeah I, it's a uh, writing's always been a huge huge part for me. Have you done that since you were small? Written? Yeah. Uh, like I mean, poetry it, and stuff, or no, 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 music. Music. Yeah, lyrics. I never really got into. Oh, all you the write music. the actual, write the not the words, so the, the music. actual music, the notes. Yeah, like and for stuff. ministry, like oh, if that's I write cool. a, a ministry song. I'll write the music, and then Al does all the. See, I don't understand any of that music. Right, that's like a special brain thing there for them. To me, that's piece of cake. It's Uh, the the, and it's and it's more so that I never really wanted to pursue the lyrical thing. Uh Like I made an actual decision. Ah, it didn't really interest me. What interest interested me was the music. So when you were learning back when you were like 10, 10, 11 years old, were you writing music then? Like full, like experimenting with it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's and that's something that. That I always, I always, um, you know, try to stress to, to kids, you know, or anyone really who's, who's learning uh, to play the, the instrument. Um, but more so to kids, I always try to emphasize uh, to write, you know, even if it's, even if it's really bait, it doesn't matter. Just write because that will snowball into something it and it will trigger it. something in your brain. Um, and that's how I started, you know, the stuff that I was writing, you know, when I was fucking 10 years old, I'm sure it was horrible. But that's what... Do you have any of it still? Uh, I might somewhere on cassettes. Ah, cassettes, yeah. 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 I, still, I still have tons of cassettes and, and actual cassette players. Um, and I'm sure I have those. And pencils to roll them back with. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Those are rewinded forward. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure I still have those. But I always try to, you know, stress to people to write. Yeah. You know, it doesn't Do matter you, if you think it's you're, good or You bad just hit on the it. last, the next thing I was going to talk about is... What advice do you have out there for, like, the bands that are trying to do what you did, you know, work from the bottom all the way up? What advice? What's the best thing they can do? Um, I mean, it's it's a completely different ballgame now than it was when I started. So oh, technology the, and everything, so the, yeah. So the game 
is a little different. Like it's tougher, like isn't I it? I can't say. Well, I can't say to someone, "Do this, this, and this." You know what I did, because it's a completely different playing field. There wasn't now. internet. There wasn't it's Facebook. There wasn't SoundCloud field. or any yeah. of that other stuff. Yeah. So you know, clearly the internet has helped a lot of things, and it also fucked up a lot of things. But I mean, it's there, and I don't see it going anywhere. So what I would what I tell people now, seeing both sides of it and, and having come from that other side, is, you know, I always tell people to use it to their advantage. Try to use it as find, much as find possible. Find the little niche in there and yeah. get what you can. I mean, yeah. fuck, you know, you could literally be in your fucking bedroom now and have fans all over the world. Oh, yeah. I, I have I have so, bands that come in here, that some of the, like, younger kids, and yeah. they tell me, oh, we recorded this in our garage with my phone. And I'm like, are you serious? Yeah, exactly. And exactly. it sounds great. And they've yeah. got a video that they made with so, their cell phone. And it's crazy. With stuff like that, I tell people... Do it. Use it. Use that to your advantage and, and use it, you know, and take it as far as you possibly can. Oh, they, some of them do. You know, it, so. it, it definitely seems to up the game, though. Yeah. I mean, because it, it a is. lot of people can can do all kinds of, of things course. now of course. without having to have the money. And before, it, you used to have to have the money or someone to, to sponsor like, you. I mean, I remember fucking just saving up money to get into a recording studio uh. to do some shitty demo to like, you know, to where now you can do it on your phone. Yeah. So, uh, you know, but what are you going to do? It's like, uh, I, I tell people if it's something they want to do, fucking do it, do it a thousand percent and use everything in your power, you know, to fucking uh, take it as far as you possibly can if it's something that you want to do. You know, so that, I mean, that's my advice. I think that's great advice. Yeah. That and have a lot of chocolate. <laughs> chocolate or and naked ladies. Chocolate. <laughs> so, Bare uh, naked ladies. Is that well, band still around? You know what? Allegedly, I liked them at one point. They're, they're good musicians. Well, they're a decent musician. There was one uh, song. What was, the band? what was the song they had? The one about, the, the reason why I liked it is because he said, I made you say underwear. Because I said, under there. And he goes, I made you say underwear. And I, they used to make me laugh. They had like a, they had, they had <laughs> I don't like remember the song. song That's the one hit song. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but I remember that line. Was it like in the 90s or something? Something like that, yeah. yeah. I just thought it was funny, underwear, you know. Nice. Which you don't have any on, so no. I can obviously see. I do no. not believe in it. <laughs> no it's chonies for you? Religion. <laughs> It's against my religion. You're listening to... Do- what religion is that? The no Chony religion? Yeah. No. It's a moron thing. It is. It's a moron thing. There you go. You're listening to Doll Hut Radio. I am Kat Monroe, and this is Look Who Cat Dragged in at Doll Hut Studios. I have Sin Queer in here. And I think we're just about done. Cool. Anything last... Any last words you want to say? Um... Well, Final th- words, I mean, yeah. thank you for, for having me. Oh, thank you uh, so much for coming out. I had a blast the last time we, we spoke, and I'm uh-huh. glad that uh, you reached out to have me back. Yay. Thank you for all the uh, chocolate stuff yes. here. You got, you got stuff for the ride home now. I do. You got I snacks. Know. They're going to be gone by the time you get home, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Tomorrow morning, you're going to post on Facebook. I have a stomachache. I wonder yeah. why. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I am. You're going to have a chocolate hangover. I am. Yeah. I am. I've but, done that. Uh, no, please. Have you done that? Have you had a chocolate hangover? Please. <laughs> the sugar headache? Oh, please. That's, I mean, that's the only kind of hangover I ever get is fucking you That's know, not so bad. Shit, that's not so. so bad, yeah. Yeah, which is, I mean, you know, sometimes people ask me why I don't drink or why I've never drank or anything like that. And, um, I mean, there's no real major there's, there's no well there's no there's no major reason like you're it working like, you're taking your job serious you take well you i mean seriously. it was you know clearly if i wanted to drink i would i would well you used to right no. back in your no i've never drank really never, even your backyard party days no i've never had a sip of beer i've never <gasps> ever i have when i say i have never it means i have never 
ever had a sip of beer, never smoked anything, never been high, never done any drugs. I know. I bet he has a gorgeous liver. Liver's probably amazing. Is that what they call it nowadays? (laughs) So. Oh, my God. um, You know, the reason I I, I don't drink is is a couple of Did your parents drink or? No. I mean, my dad would have maybe six beers a year. Yeah, that's. A nothing. year. No, not at all. Not it's at just all. not in your. Some people. It's just not in your. Yeah, it's just not. You know, um, not anything that I that I saw in my house. But growing up in a Mexican family, I saw it with all my uncles and my cousins. Uh, and, you know, I mean, I, I saw the the hard drinkers and and you know whatever. It's just part of of, mm-hmm. of having that type of family. Um, so if I wanted to, I could have. Um, but there are a couple of reasons. Um, one of them, the main one is, is honestly, I was never curious about it. Like, you know, when you're yeah. 13, 14, whatever, and I used you're to hanging sneak out wine coolers when I was 13, and like, yeah. And, and you're out of my mom's. Your, you know, you're hanging yeah. out with your buddies and stuff. And, and I remember those were like the, the first, uh, those were about the years when I first started playing in little garage bands, uh-huh. you know? And I'd be in like friends. And you, you were know, tempted. Yeah. And like, they'd all be like, Hey man, you know. We got some beer. And, no and, weed, no nothing. Know, and, and, the, and the first time I saw a bong, I didn't know what the fuck it was. And, um, first time I saw a bong, I was like 34. Really? <laughs> yeah. First Seriously, time I saw a naked yeah. woman, I was 34. Oh, good Lord. And, um, I don't believe that. And so, you know, like we're, we're all sitting around the garage and they start drinking and they're all handing me stuff. And I was honestly like, I just wanted to play. Like, I was like, I want to fucking jam. And, and I was like, just hurry up. Yeah, with, music is just like, going through your up, blood. Yeah. Hurry up with whatever you, the fuck you guys are doing just so we can get to playing. Or you probably got so, annoyed. It was a little annoying. Yeah. yeah, it was. Because I was there to do that. And and I was so focused on music that literally I had just fucking blinders. And it was tunnel vision. And to me, all of that stuff was a distraction. That, so, that is amazing. I, I love that because it's a lot, a lot of musicians I have in here, they say they don't drink or they don't drink because they've had too much and they've had bad yes, experiences. Yeah, never, and for you, it's just, it's just not, it. it's yeah, just and, nothing and, you desire. Listen, I, I, there's I nothing, like, there's nothing I wrong with it. I don't, I, you know, I, I don't uh, judge anyone. I don't look down on anyone for doing it at all. It just worked for me. So that's why you have like, good skin. Look at your skin. You don't have any wrinkles. No, that's, those, no, no. You're older than I am, and I have more wrinkles. And you have no wrinkles. That's why it's it's the no, no alcohol. No, I don't know. It's the, it's in my it's in my genes. <laughs> it's you, the, the alcohol gene was replaced <laughs> was replaced with music and yeah, chocolate. Yeah, I think so. Um, so it was that, and then the the no drug thing. Um, you know, I, it just wasn't. I, I get handed shit. Well, see, I'm the same way. I, it wasn't. Time. Yeah. It's, and again, it was just I just I'm missing that part of the brain. Um, that curiosity part for those things. It literally is just, it's just not there. It wasn't like, you know, um, a, a religious thing or like, it was nothing Or you did like too that. much or anything nothing. like that. Yeah, see, that, this like is the that. first time, I, I speak to a lot of musicians, this is the first time that I've heard that. I think it's awesome. I think it's great. Thank you. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it just, More it, people should be born that way. <laughs> oh, I mean, you know, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer in to each his own. Everyone do what they you don't what judge they, what they dig. Not you're in the all. music industry. You can't judge Not when you're all. doing what you do. Yeah. Not at all. You know, um, it just it, it just worked for me. That and I hate puking. So yeah, the thought of me doing something that would make me puke 
which not necessarily well knowing me <laughs> as you can see i clearly yeah again oh he doesn't look at he doesn't this chocolate's gonna be good and the cookie's gone moderation yeah. does not exist here so it's like you know it's it like, would be bad it like would I be have, bad I have if you chocolate i want all the chocolate so if it was like, alcohol that'd be bad i would probably i'm just thinking i'm just i'm just thinking i mean you know i well, I quit drinking for a year and a half, and my favorite part of not drinking was no hangovers and no headaches. Yeah, it was see, that, awesome. That's the thing. It was it, awesome. Is, is, is I, I always feel like I need to be in control mm -hmm. of myself and my surroundings, and and I, I hate the thought of ever thinking that I wouldn't be in control. And of doing that something that you don't realize you do. Uh, yeah. Just not see. feeling in control, and so to me, I mean, it's a combination of all of those things that that um, you know brought me to just. You know realizing that, oh, I just don't want that's just not for me that's probably why you were able to go from the ground all the way up because you were just so focused I think I mean that had a lot to do with it it was uh, it makes total the, the, sense. The, the the part of being focused and uh, um, the determination was through the roof I mean that I will say you know I always say talent is about 25 percent and the other 75 is just is hard work and dedication yep. that's very and, true um, you know right place right time it's hustle it's um it's all of that stuff you know because they're they're clearly there are people out there way more talented than i am um that will never leave their bedroom like they just you know they, they don't have the rest of what it takes. there's a lot of good people you know, out. yeah the that rest is, of what it takes to to the motivation get out or... there and make it and and sacrifice and you know because it's a lot of fucking work and, and you have nothing holding you back except chocolate exactly <laughs> that and my belt <laughs> and your pants the only thing holding my back is my suspender jock strap. Oh, good lord. Well, I think we're about done here, and I want to thank you for coming in. Thank and this, you. again, this is Doll Hut Studios in Anaheim, Doll Hut Radio, and also Xtreme Radio.net. That's X S T R E A M Radio.net. Check them out. They do a lot of interviews and stuff as well. This is Kat Monroe and Sinclair. We're going to leave you with Deity from Ministry off of Land of Rape and Honey. Signing out. Meow.